In a world where achievements and accolades motivate us to do more and be more, we're often left wondering, is this really it? Deep inside, you know there is more to life. You're ready to leave behind the old push your way through and claim the deeper life that's calling you. That's where we excel. We're your hosts, Stephanie Allen and Marin Oslak. And this is the Soulful Leader Podcast. Sit back and relax as we share the shortcuts we've uncovered to help you make shift happen. Hi, welcome to our Soulful Leader Podcast. We've been speaking about flow over the past couple of podcast and we want to continue that on talking a little bit more about the team. Now I know what you're thinking, I don't have a team or I have a big team and they're working or not working. This isn't about that. (laughs) This is really about our inner team. So we even say self as team, self-esteem is really about the inner world, the inner team that you have cultivated that can help you uh, get into flow. So Let's begin, and um, I'm here with Marin. So welcome, Marin. Nice to have you here. Good to be here. I'm excited. This is an awesome subject. It's something that oh, it's taboo. We don't talk about ourselves, right? Our, our, you know, you you keep yourself separate from work, right? You don't bring your problems to work. You don't bring your et cetera, et cetera, and yet. It's so important to have some way to think about the inner world and what's going on because our inner is what creates our outer. And as leaders, that's key for us. We have to do that work, do our inner work, both to be an example for the people around us and even if it's not that, it's so that we can create a the life that we want, the environment that we want for ourselves, for our, for our teams, and for our families, right? We've talked about that before of where when, when we think of traditional leaders, it's in a corporate position, and it's not. It's not always. It, it's actually very rarely we lead our families. We we lead we might be coaches we might be you know who knows we all have people you have a saying stephanie you like to say that uh even a first grader has people who look up to them absolutely absolutely and you know we're talking a little bit about like our inner team our inner wisdom our inner goal and we're talking about flow it's not meant, we're not meant to be someone different in each area of our life. If we're really true to ourselves and true to our natural flow, there's a saying, it's like, who are you when no one's looking? You know, sometimes we have those moments we put on that face or we put on that energy or we do whatever we can, right? You know, buck up and kind of take task. But if you're really working on the inner world and the inner sanctuary of learning how to listen, connect, guide, and lead yourself, then who you are when no one's looking is exactly the same as who you are when they are looking. And it's not about being perfect because I know that can bring up a lot of shame of like, oh my gosh, I've got so much work to do. Yeah, you know what? We all do. And that's why we're here and we can do the work together. We can explore and have a little bit of love and laughter with those 
parts of us that get out of flow and then we can discover how to get back into flow seeing how that's what we've been talking about. And that's what our inner team and our outer team can help us do. So what are the things that you would look for, Marin, when you're talking about that inner team? What are some of the practices or the things that would help you to integrate that inner world so that you could create the outer form that you're looking for? I think I would start uh, to be honest, I would start with the stuff that we talked about in the Finding Your Genius um, podcast, where we mentioned the fact that, you know, it's like, if you are clear about your flow, what puts you in flow, and you can get out of that societal belief that you need to work so hard right? That it's actually not a bad thing to be in flow. And it's such a stigma. Um, that's where and, I would start. And by the way, listeners, if you're wondering, well, what was that? And when was that? That was our last episode. So just go back to our last episode and listen to that if you'd like. And then, and then join us back on to this one. And it'll make sense to you about finding your flow. Yeah, it that that's where I would start. Because if I'm going to create a team, be it outer or inner, um, and I really want to think about, you know, when I think about team, I also think about environment. And I think that's really what we want to be talking about today is creating our inner environment. And I'll get to what that means in a moment. So when I think about creating a team, eh, I love the saying, you know, it's like there's no I in team. And yet, there really is because there is no team without I, right? So it's it's integral, right? It's It has to be both and. It's not an either or. You don't have to completely surrender yourself to be a part of the team. And you do. You have to let go of all your ideas. So both are true. And that's another concept that I know can be a little bit, people want, well, is it this or is it that? you know what, maybe both are true. So going back to the inner of really getting to know who you are so that you can offer that to the world, but then also surrender that to the world. The real art, isn't it? It is. It, it, it's, you know, like you said, it's, it's a both and, it's not an either or. It's the paradox of you know, holding on, letting go at the same time <laughs> and evolving. And that's what we're talking about is like how we are ever, ever evolving. And that as we evolve, we are rising up. And it's like the hindsight's twenty twenty. as we go up further up the mountain or up the hill, whichever you're climbing, when you look back, you can see the path has a clear direction. But when you're at the bottom, not to say that there's a hierarchy in that way, but just that when you're stuck, sometimes you feel like you're in a hole. You feel like there's no way out and we need a, a higher version or perspective. And we can find that from within. It's not always about looking outside for the answers, which is what we've been trained to do. It's looking inside to that within the innate DNA within all of us, there is the higher intelligence that literally knows its way out. I always say this in the way of injury and healing. It's like, look, we got ourselves into this mess. There is an innate wisdom 
that totally knew that you were going to get in there that also knows how to get out of it. So we need to we need to give ourselves a little bit of love and a little bit of credit that there is a part of us that is so wise beyond our years. Like we are standing on the shoulders of all the ancestors and all the beings that have come before us. So to be able to cultivate that, to be able to be nurtured by that. Yeah, it is key. And going back to what you said um, about who you are when no one's looking, I call that character, right? What, what I think about is the, the environment that I need to create in order to be the person that I want to be. And I think that's what we really wanted to get into today is for me to be in flow, for me to be that person, what is the inner environment? What is possibly even the outer environment? And I think we want to bring uh, your, our friend William on to talk about that. That hopefully will be next week. If not, look forward to that soon. Um, so really, what is that inner environment that I want to create in order to make things work for me, in order to be in flow, right? Absolutely. And I know we talked a little bit about the mindset of a lot of times in the leaders, we think we have to do everything or we think that only we know how to do it the best way. And so we'll just get it done because we know how to do it. We can do it faster and better and more efficient. But that's not true. So we have to really shift that mindset and looking at really accentuating what our gifts and strengths are and then being able to set ourselves up in the outer world correctly. But in order to do that, we have to have an inner mindset, an inner team that literally acknowledges and respects that when I drop into doing the things that I come naturally, when I can nourish myself and, and to create that in my inner mindset, then I it's easier for me to allow someone to help me in the outer world. Like it's like it gives me permission, but also, you know, there's a part of me and this is more probably more in the spiritual realm of it, is that I know that there's a really loving being inside of me that breathes life into me, that beats, you know, makes my heart beat, that makes all my functions work. And if I can rest into that beingness, then it always gives me guidance. It always gives me solace to go, okay, I can rest in that. And to know that there is something greater that is happening. I mean, how many times have things not worked out the way we wanted to them in the outer world and we get frustrated and angry and we want to blame or shame you know i always say it's the blame shame game right we want to blame someone out there that's not doing their job the way they should be or we shame ourselves that we're not doing the job the way we should be we should have had better leadership and how much wasted time and energy that is instead of saying you know maybe maybe there's something in my future that is even better than i can imagine right now and if i can rest inwardly in the inner team of doing this I can talk to that part and say, okay, show me, show me all the ways that this is a good thing and that you're helping me lift up, evolve into a new way of being. Yeah, I, I think, have, yeah. Do you have any examples of any of the examples like that, Marin? I was actually thinking more of like some of the tools that we could give to the listeners of <laughs> you know, beyond what it means for us, what would it mean for them? What would it, how could it look for them? So one of the examples from my own life along those lines is 
I, we talked about in the last podcast that I, you know, I, I'm not always great at following through on things, on finishing things. So I found for myself that I need to, what's best for me is when I set up an accountability system. So if I can ask somebody else to hold me accountable, I am so much richer and so much better. And so when someone's looking, when someone's looking, <laughs> right? Yeah, absolutely. So I do have to set things up. I'm much better when I am accountable to somebody else than when I'm accountable to myself. And rather than shame myself about this, this is the inner, the, the inner environment, right? So the inner environment, part of me says, well, that's not good enough. I'm told I should do this. I'm told I should be like that. I should be able to do it myself, et cetera, et cetera. And I got over that. Maybe someday I will be that. Maybe I won't. It doesn't matter. What do I need to do now in order to be the person that I want to be someday? And I don't want to be the person who has to constantly work hard. I'm over that. Does that mean that I don't want to show up? I just want to sit on the couch and eat bonbons? No, I am here for a huge reason. I'm like, I'm ready to get to work and, and make things happen. It just is that I wouldn't want, I totally want to be in flow while I'm doing that. I want it to be a joyful, in the moment, like fully alive, all lit up life while I'm working. I don't want to feel like I'm working hard. So my process of that, my inner process is that, okay, that's where I want to be. What do I need to put into place now in order to make that happen? I need help. I need help. <laughs> I need help, which means I need to have an accountability system. And basically, like, say, for example, with you and me, I know that on Wednesdays and on Fridays, we're going to show up and we're going to do some videos, which means, or some audios, which means that I need to be prepared for that, which means I will do that. If I and I've, I've tried this. <laughs> if I had my own podcast, that was all by myself. It would be hit or miss whether I showed up or not. And I, you know what? I'm not going into shame around that. That's okay. Great. So that can do so much more, right? When, when there's somebody else looking, we, we get that when there's somebody else that even like, they're not they're just saying, hey, how are you? How you doing? I'm here. And and also to be able to have that inner sanctuary inside too. Like the both and, right? I call it the both and again. And I'm thinking of some examples that have been coming up. There's a, a Ruby poem that says, you know, kind of, and I can't remember how it, exactly it goes, but it's like, you know, why do we, why do we get so upset when our world gets turned upside down? Like, how do you know that? something something better is isn't actually coming than what you've been used to it's like it, it teaches us to let go but we need to find it's it's emerging of both inner and outer it's like breathing right in inhale and exhale we need both and we tend to neglect the internal 
and we look outside ourselves for answers and purpose. And then, of course, like if you're having an accountability partner, but you're not doing the internal self-soothing or nurturing or care and attention, then that outer person that you've chosen to be your accountability partner, you might project onto them like, oh, they're going to shame me or I'm going to let them down and I'm going to shame myself or when really that's not even the, the other person's just saying, hey, how you doing? It's like, I'm not even attached. It's okay. But we will make up all kinds of stories about that. And this is why it's so important. Recently, I had um, recently I had a tree fall down on my back porch. Now, what's funny is that I had had a 10-year plan to get rid of the back porch. And the tree made it happen like, like in a year instead of instead of 10 years. Now, my internal dialogue could have gone into chaos and drama and going, oh my gosh, how am I going to do this? This wasn't the right time. I didn't have this planned. I don't have the money. I don't have the resources, blah, 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 blah. I mean, all this, you know, really terrible things of tearing down. Instead of using that poem of Rumi and going, wait a minute, if this happened, there must be something good coming my way. And perhaps I meant to go internally inwardly and have a dialogue with that and self-soothe the part that's going absolutely ballistic and just really go inside and nurture that part and say it's okay it's okay it's going to be all right like let's just like hold that part kindly and gently and then looking as in the outer world going okay show me then what's going to happen well it ended up you know tearing down off the the back porch I have this beautiful new porch it's taking a lot longer than I, maybe it will take the 10 years. I don't know. Maybe it will take the 10 years to get it right. But it started and it's, but it's evolving at a pace that I'm okay with. Like I'm not rushed. I'm not feeling pressured. It's totally going at the pace that I can, I can assimilate into my life. And if it happened 10 years from now, it probably wouldn't happen at the same way. So I, I think we need to be surprised and delighted a lot more and and to make those interconnections is going to help do that, to build that inner team. I know there's a Think and Grow Rich, Napoleon Hill speaks about having your inner mastermind. Like if you imagine like your inner boardroom and who would you put in your inner boardroom? What what great beings of wisdom or those that have come before or those that are here present in your life, who would you, who would you put in your boardroom to help guide you? And what would they say to you? How would they nurture you? How would they care? How would they direct you? And as we start to cultivate that, it then changes our outer world on how we respond instead of react. Absolutely. And it's funny because I have my own inner boardroom of people. That's something that I developed many years ago. And I, and maybe some of our listeners have also, if you haven't definitely do that. And it doesn't have to be like a, a long involved process, literally sit down and write down the people that if, if you were to form a board of directors of people that are alive or dead, it doesn't matter. And you didn't have to pay them anything. They just showed up and they all wanted you to succeed. Who would that include? Who would be on your board of directors? Would it be people you would want a finance person? You'd want a, you know, maybe a spiritual director and a, et cetera. So you'd want all these people that, you know, it's like, this is your team of people that are there for you. So if you take the time to actually write that out, then Sit down with your eyes closed and 
just imagine a boardroom, right? Picture a room, it looks like your ideal boardroom. And see yourself opening the door and walking in. And all of these beings are excited because they're there for you. And they are your inner support system. I know when I go into my boardroom, it's like they all want to talk to me at once. They're like, oh, I have these ideas and we're going to do this. And then you need to think about this. And da, da, da. It just is, it's a wonderful place to go because I have all the guidance inside of me. Yeah. It's all there. And, you know, I'm just thinking about what we had suggested on our last podcast about going on to the genius you and, and taking the, the flow assessment, finding your frequency. And what, what that brings up for me is like, what if, you know, as you start to develop what your gifts and strengths are, you also know that where you're weak. And so to put in your boardroom, absolute people who would complement your weaknesses, like who would you put in there? And so that you have a team that is fully ignited and is aligned with your gifts, your strengths, your values, your vision, but also has the skill set and the aptitude from the areas that you're weak at. That's who you want to, and I, I mean, I'm just kind of getting that myself. I'm like, wow, you know, I've always gone to the spiritual realms of like, I have great beings because I, I want to make a difference in the world. I want to change the way we do business. I want to change the way we treat ourselves and each other in a way that's more in love and kindness and that it's more inclusive for everyone. So I've always tend to kind of lean towards those those pioneers of great beings in the spiritual realm. But I just had that idea for myself too, going, wow, I need to anchor this also into some very practical individuals who have done great things in great ways, who align, um, that are that are augmenting my gifts and strengths and that can give me perspective too. So something to try on. I love that. I do just want to point out that the a lot of times the things that I get in my boardroom, it's not so that I don't have an outer support system, right? It's, it's not um, a replacement for, it's not, it's not to further the myth that I have to do everything, <laughs> Good right? So I don't go inside to fix myself. I go inside Very good to, yeah, I go inside to celebrate myself. And most often what happens is if I find something that say, for example, needs to be complimented, like there's a, a, you know, I have someone in my boardroom that's really good with grounding things in details, a, a tempo person. And when I'm talking to that person, and they're letting me know either something that would be good to have done or something that I missed or whatever it was, um, something that could be added. And it's, it's very rarely something that I feel I have to do. It's usually start to be aware because there's somebody that can do this. I was just going to say that too. It's like you can also have your inner boardroom go out and recruit someone so that your outer world will show up so that you're paying attention. So all of a sudden, you know, you're looking both inwardly, but you're also being aware and you're present to the outer world of when it shows up. So you go, oh, you know, my inner boardroom, they, they must have just hired that person because they just showed up. 
So I'm going to talk to that person. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to connect. Or a system. Maybe it's a system that we hadn't thought about before, too, because, you know, there's two ways of doing that, right? There's a system or a person to, to be able to do that. But that's also in the inner world, too. What we're talking about is the practice. The practice would be the system. What what system or practice do you have to constantly go, be able to go in and nurture that inner development, which is going to help you so much in the outer world? Absolutely. So that would be uh, my recommendation for maybe play with that this week of creating your own system, your practice of connecting to the parts of you that that uh, that maybe have been a little bit neglected and finding the all the people inside of you to celebrate you with you and creating that in, that it's a much friendlier internal environment than all the crap we're told to beat ourselves up over, right? Absolutely. And it's every bit important as doing this in the outer world, every bit, and sometimes even more, actually. Because if you don't, it's like, you know, if you don't fill up your own gas tank and you're responsible for, you know, picking up passengers and taking them to the next place, but you're on empty, you're going to let not only them down, but you're also going to let yourself down too. So, and that, and, I mean, yeah, that speaks directly to the leaders that are listening to us because that's who we are, right? We're picking up people and headed someplace. And yet so many of us have empty gas tanks. And this is, this is the solution. This is the path. This is how you fill up that gas tank. It's not, you know, finding the right diet out there or, you know, going to the next acupuncture or the next chiropractor appointment. Those are outer and they're really important. Don't get me wrong. And until we can fill ourselves up internally, all those outer environment things, they're just going to need to keep happening and you'll still feel burned out and overwhelmed and like, I don't have time because there's one more thing on my calendar. So let's end there on, on, let's move this to a high note that we are going to empower you this week to go for it, to go literally inside and listen, look, ask for help, go inside and see what shows up and allow yourself to be celebrated for your gifts and strengths and be, be in awe and wonder. Make sure that you're asking for what you need and that you, internally you can get this met and then the outer world will show up to celebrate that as well. So we'd love to hear from you. Make sure that you go on to our soulfulleaderpodcast.com and you can upload more episodes if you'd like or join us on our Facebook group too at The Soulful Leader. So we look forward to hearing from you and hope you have a wonderful internal and external experience in the next few weeks. See ya. And that wraps up another episode of the Soulful Leader Podcast with your hosts, Stephanie Allen and Marin Oslak. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to dive deeper, head over to our website at thesoulfulleaderpodcast.com. Until next time.